You're listening to Borderline Idealist. Join us every Sunday for new episodes where we focus on introverts, highly sensitive people, and mental health. Log on to BorderlineIdealist.com for past episodes, blog posts, and to find ways to support us. Together, we can give a voice to introverts and tear down mental health stigma. Hello, you have just entered another episode of Borderline Idealist. This is AJ. (laughs) Hi guys, this is Chris. You just entered? You have just entered, like the Twilight Zone. I was just trying to try (laughs) something new. Trying something new? Okay, that was interesting. That threw me for a loop. (laughs) Yeah, it's like the Twilight Zone because it's really cold in here. But to Uh, Chris, it's really hot. My hands are sweating. Uh, like, I almost broke a sweat in my forehead earlier. And I'm under a blanket, so it's really weird to me, because I'm like, how can you not feel what I'm feeling? That's the struggle. <laughs> <laughs> That's the struggle for people who, with different body temperatures. AJ's always cold, and I'm always running warmer than usual. But anyways, that's not what our topic of today is about. And our topic is about moving. So, BPD and introverts' moving struggles. Uh, so as some of you may know, we're moving. We've been moving for a little while, but we finally, this is the week that the the whole shebang is happening. And, uh, we wanted to talk about this. I think this is a good topic to discuss, uh, with people who who deal with mental illness, specifically BPD, depression, anxiety, which is what you're going through right now. Mm -hmm. And, um, but, you know, also introverts like myself. Um, what are some of the struggles that come along with moving and, you know, what, I guess we can talk about what we like about or what we hate about moving because, well, Chris, I'm not really sure what I like about moving okay, at well... all. I mean, I was telling Chris that whenever I had to move, I never really owned too much stuff because I don't like to rely on other people. So, um, I would always take a uh, I would only have like a few clothes. Uh, I would probably rent my bed or something from from a store, and yeah. then when it was time to return it, they would come and get it. So I didn't have to. I tried not to worry about all that stuff. I don't like moving. I don't like putting stuff in boxes and then having to unpack it. Yeah, and it's it's a lot of energy and. <laughs> Well, I, the only reason why I say what we like about is because there are a few things that I like about movies. Well, you like probably organizing and putting stuff away neatly. Yeah. And, w- yeah, I mean, we all look <laughs> forward to doing that kind of stuff, I'm sure. I think it's because it's like, it's kind of like spring cleaning. I've been moving, unfortunately, quite a bit these last few years. And it's just a time where I can take stock of everything that I have. I get rid of stuff every time I move course but we always accumulate <laughs> when we move to any place we buy new things so we accumulate some things so it's, it's for me it's nice because i can get rid of stuff um i kind of reflect on everything that i've accumulated and sort of like what are stuff you know what's stuff why do we have stuff it's because it reflects who we are yeah you have a lot of stuff um i have but it's 
Uh-huh. It's like that yeah, lady, but, but, it's like the Asian lady say it brings joy, it sparks joy into your life. Yeah, we've been watching and, uh was it tidying up on Netflix. <laughs> and it's about cleaning up and putting things away and getting them organized and, and letting was, things go that does not have a significant impact in your life. And a lot of this stuff does have an impact on my life, even if it's just, you know, I see it every other every day. Like my book collection or my DVD collection or certain things like that. You walk through it every day and, you know, every once in a while, especially when you're having, I don't know, ups and downs, um, you just, you know, you think about it. I look at the book and it's like, oh, I, I remember that book. It was so good. And so anyways, let's just let's just start um, talking about organizing <laughs> and having things uh, organization let's talk about that packing and organizing um how how does your condition impact that i mean i think in general you you weren't very organized and neat growing up is that true it depends it always starts off that way mm. it always starts off with good intentions mm-hmm. like i i put every um everything away neatly and I'm like, if I just keep doing this, I can keep it this way. But then I just get kind of... Lazy. That's one word. <laughs> you know, I just a little forgetful of the yeah, process. And I think it's laziness. <laughs> I like it, it's what it boils process. down to, I think. Because unless, you know, you're running... Unless you're running around like crazy all the time and there's just so much going on that you don't have time to go to rinse the dish before... You put it before you put it in the dishwasher or something like that. Something as simple as that, or putting those uh, paintings or those markers away after you finish using them. You know, well, I don't know. Sometimes a room or a house can reflect the way that you feel inside. Yeah. Um, my brother would always tell me that if I felt really bad to clean up my room and that'll make me feel better so that's yes. something that i always try to do that's that's definitely true i remember when i was going through the depression a three a couple of years ago um i've always been more of a neat person it was just ingrained into me by by my mom raising me um mm-hmm. yeah, everything me has me its too. place <laughs> oh, really <laughs> ingrained <laughs> uh-huh. everything has its place my mom always told me you know and mom, one of the things is like uh, when we were growing up we grew up poor so my mom would always say that my grandma would tell her my mom also grew up poor a lot poorer than what we grew up with but well my grandma would always say we may be poor but that doesn't mean we have to live like pigs <laughs> so um my grandma i think also instilled that passed down to to my mom about being neat and organized and uh and having a space that reflects that reflects good on you and i think that's what my mom part of what my mom grew up with too is that her the space that she lives in reflects on who she is and she would always say, especially when we would go on short trips, make sure we would have to make sure that the whole house was in order because she would say, if we die on the road or something and someone has to come into our house, I don't want them to find a, a mess. Wow, how morbid. <laughs> so, uh, and uh, so that's always played a big por- in part, I think, in, our, in my whole family, but it was especially ingrained in me. And so when I was going through the depression and... And I didn't have a lot going on in my personal life. I focused all of my energy on cleaning. 
and I would clean and dust all the time and organize, rearrange things. Um, I would. That's really when I learned a little bit more about my organization of my closet. Everything was color. There was so many categories of my uh, organization, especially in my closet, that it was just something that I poured my energy in. And yeah, it did. I, I was like, man, I may not have going on a lot, but at least my house looks really nice. <laughs> yes, he color codes his hanging shirts from cool cool colors to warm colors. Mm-hmm. So that's the way I have to put them back. I've never had to do that in my life. <laughs> I mean, I just put a shirt somewhere. It's so much... But then, you know, when you want <laughs> to go and find something... Hmm, I'm looking for a cool color today. Yes, exactly. <laughs> You're like, you know, there's... So my categorization is color, then uh, patterns or graphics, short and long sleeves, um, textures... So there's multiple categories. So then whenever, you, you know, you're looking for something and you're like, I'm going for this event. I need something uh, on the cooler section. So I would go to the cooler section. I need long sleeves or short sleeves. Okay, that's so that's everything subcategorized. So it's a lot easier to pick something that you want and to find it instead of if you had just a, a mess in the closet, everything is everywhere and then things aren't organized, then it takes you like half an hour to find something. Or you may not even find it because it's in the dryer somewhere, you know? So, it's just so... Having everything organized brings so much clarity into your life. That's my philosophy. And when when you don't have to worry about where things are or how to find things, that puts less stress on your brain, which I think helps emotionally mentally well i wish bpd made me a neat freak (laughs) i don't know how common it is to have bpd and you know my organization skills aren't the best if i if i'm really committed to it yes but they're they're not that great yeah it's and but and the thing is even when i structure an organization for you you don't follow it like I, this is it's been across multiple things in the living room area, and you know when I say all the remotes go in this box, you don't follow that. In the kitchen, when I say all these dishes, the these dishes go in here, the cups go here. This is they go by size. Um, the spices go in this order. You just don't follow. You don't put it back in its place. <laughs> And even like when you're pa- when you're putting away the dishes after you, you know you, you did the washer and the washer and then you put them away, you don't put the dishes back in the same location where the rest of the other dishes are. Like you move things around. Oh it's my just- god! <laughs> and it's you know it's something that I've had to learn to live with. I'm so sorry, Chris. <laughs> we'll go to couples counseling for my. No, you need to go to organizational <laughs> skills counseling. <laughs> we need to call that Asian lady over. <laughs> Uh, uh, I was going to say I'm really yeah. looking forward to moving and start you fresh know, yeah start fresh but really to get all these boxes where they need to go I just want to get that over with I just feel like that's just going to be so much so you're not really looking forward to it as much as you just getting, I want just, to be over exactly yeah <laughs> yeah I whew, if I could hire somebody to do it for me if you can hire, I, I'm doing it for you. No, I'm, <laughs> I'm helping. packing everything. Um, yes, you are helping at least with selections of what to keep and what to let go. So that's nice. Uh, 
But and the thing is for me is like I want to tell you, you know, put this away, but your organization is different than mine and I think for me as part of it being scared that is not going to be done to my expectations or it's not going to be done to a an organization that I don't know, right? Because we all have different ways to organize things, so it's just I don't know. I think for me, it's just being scared. And I, I like fe the feeling of being in control anyways. I like to know where things are. And so that's just, it would be less stress for me to just go ahead and do it than for me to assign something to you. And then, I, mean, and not I wish I was more neat. Right. I don't know why I'm not. Sometimes I think it's the BPD that makes me think, oh, I'm not, I'm not good enough for Chris because I'm not the exact way that he is or... I don't do everything the way that he wants um, because it's just not my personality, you know? Yeah. But I, I want to do things better and do them your way. I just, sometimes I get afraid or I guess think about it too much because I'll try to do something and I won't, you'll be like, yeah, good attempt, but you didn't do it the exact <laughs> way that I want want it to be done yeah and i think so when i do like... that when i do that you just take it too personally and you feel like it's an attack which i and that's one thing that i've just you know when you do something i just thank you and i move on you know and and i may come behind you and just rearrange the 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 plates or the cutlery and stuff but it's you know at least you you helped me and that was really appreciated um and i think the truth is people with bpd have a hard time with criticism. Yeah, I think that's in just, general. <laughs> I think that's just one of those things. And then, because you oftentimes you say, "I'm sorry, I'm not good enough. I'm sorry, I can't just be like you." And part of me is like, "I don't want you to be just like me." Uh, okay. I just wish you would just More like follow me. the plan. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I need to just have visual representations, print little pictures, and say, "This goes here. This goes here." <laughs> Yeah, just make it really easy for me. I don't know. I don't know. But anyway, so that packing, yeah, the, I don't know if it's something that's because of your um, mental health. I mean, I think part of it is because even with just dealing with depression, you don't have the energy to do a lot of these things. Yesterday, we went and had to do um, some clearing, some cleaning and stuff to prepare for moving some of the things today. And you came with me and you helped me, and that was really appreciative. But you, your energy dropped right after we finished that uh, that task, right? And you just didn't feel like doing anything else. For you, that was your whole day. That was done. That was more than enough. Yeah, you know I can be that way. You know, out in public for a few minutes, and I'm just like, all right, I'm done. Yes! <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why I'm like that. I'm just like, all right, I'm done. I just want to be by myself now. I'm just... That's hard. That's really hard, because for one, I don't want to just leave you behind and, and you know, let you stay here and sleep in, because then I'm, we, because we both know that you sleeping too much gets you depressed. So it's, it's hard to find the balance between pressuring you and pushing you and letting you in, and knowing when you've had enough and when you just you absolutely can't. 
But I feel sometimes, oftentimes, you just need that push. Yeah, need some motivation. Maybe, um, and maybe you know, drinking coffee or something would help. I'm not sure. Or taking a, a having a latte every day from your Starbucks. I mean, you know, maybe having that boost because you didn't take that yesterday. I don't. Yeah, no, I didn't. So, you know that boost does help with that. Yeah, with my anxiety. But I don't know about motivation. I don't think it's gonna give me the extra oomph I need to want to do stuff. I think that comes from myself, right? I don't know. It's something to think about. Maybe we can try it. <laughs> See if it, it actually does something different. Um, so packing, packing, and organization kind of follows along with cleaning often, right? And that's another struggle that we face. Why is that? I I love to clean. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's that's another thing that's similar I, to organization for you. I like to clean, but only when something starts getting really visually dirty. When it's <laughs> or oh God, or yeah. when I just feel like mm, this is dirty enough to clean. like <sighs> you know you can leave you can keep putting dishes into the dish um, the, the sink no until they get to a certain height and then you're just like all right now it's time to put them in the dishwasher. See, that's, yeah. <laughs> but then you don't want to do them because it's such just, a daunting task. Chris is like just. Clean them as you go. I'm just like, who does that? But the problem is that if you leave it stack up, then you don't want to even touch it because it's such a big daunting task. Either the the the, the water gets too dirty for you that you don't even want to touch it, or it's just it seems like too much, and then so you let that go, and then it just keeps going on on and on. Everyone and on. has their own pace. Okay. Well, do you think that's a result of your? <laughs> I don't know. I, I just think it's <laughs> who I am. Yeah, wow. But I do know that we have to clean up our old place before we move out, so I do have the motivation to do that because it's something that, you know, we have to do. Well, and that's easier because everything is clear, you know? We don't have to move things around, right? So hopefully that will go smoother. Um, but that's something, again, that for me, it's... Something that has been ingrained in me from the very young age. And just like organizing, cleaning has its own methods and its own ways to get it done well. Um, and it's something that I kind of struggle as well with you because you do clean sometimes. And again, I'm very appreciative of when you do that because it does help out. But at the same time, you don't do it as well a job as I would or as I was taught to do, right? Say, for example, uh, if, a, if one of our cats um, pees outside the litter box, they've been doing that a lot lately, and yeah. we've been trying to figure out, we've been struggling to figure out what's going on. I've been Googling that. Do they have a urinary tract infection? Are they trying to mark their area? But they didn't used to do it before. It's just weird. It's just started recently. But anyways, so <laughs> if that happens and, and you go clean it, you will just, you'll wipe it lightly, and, but you, you're afraid to touch the urine. <laughs> so. Oh no, Every, everyone loves touching urine. Well, I mean, it's not that you love it, but you know, you just do it. And if you have to, you just do it and you wash your hands afterwards. 
um, but you know, I would follow behind it after just wiping with uh, cleaning or soap and water, or making sure that it's fully the whole area is is done. Sometimes you miss a little bit of area, and I think it's just because you don't you don't perceive. Or maybe you don't just... I don't know. I don't well, know if you I'm don't take the time. It, I'm trying to get it done. Right. You're just trying to go in there and get it done and move on. But Okay, I get it, Chris. I don't <laughs> take pride in my cleaning work. <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, I think that's all based on really how you're raised. Yeah. Maybe what's like I mean, what's ingrained in you. Because some people find cleaning to be... Did you have chores when you were growing up? Yeah, I had chores from time to time. And did your mom follow up behind you and say, Ajani, you didn't do this right, you need to do it over? Sometimes, yeah. I, mean, I, I, didn't I have, find that really I didn't hard have to that, believe. I didn't have that many chores, and it was really just yeah. like cleaning your room. Oh, so just organizing or, your room. Because yeah. you probably didn't even vacuum it. I did, sometimes. If I felt like it, you know? If I oh, felt like God. I needed to vacuum. I think that's, what it, that's where it stems from. It's just poor... Uh, wow. <laughs> I'm going to make sure my parents hear about this. You're saying it's bad parenting? No, I'm saying is that uh, <laughs> I'm sure it wasn't instilled enough like, in your children. Like, it doesn't... I, I think that has that factors in, but, you know, I do have siblings that do like things to be clean all the time. Yeah. You know, so you can you know, always change that. It just comes down to really your, but your I think preference it, it's on... like if you get away with it when you're young then you know you don't you don't really learn that whole the whole skill set like i feel like with my sisters they didn't do as many they didn't do nearly as much as i did growing up my sisters didn't learn how to clean and um cook and do all these house chores until they were later in their in their um, early teens i think my mom just never had them do that young when they were young, and so th- I don't know. I don't. I don't want to talk about my sisters. <laughs> Sorry, um, Rose and Fran, if you're listening. Really, you're just trash talking. <laughs> I don't. Well, everyone. They right may now. have learned. They may have picked up those skills now because you know they're both grown. Okay, we get and it. They both have families. Chris so. is the perfect cleaner. Nobody got the same education in no, cleaning as Chris. And just. It's it's different. It's just, some people don't do as thorough um, cleaning. But anyway, so let's just move on because I feel like I'm just I don't, I'm just um, talking about all the things that you don't know how to do well. <laughs> well, that's what you do. That's I'm just like, <laughs> why is he with me? <laughs> I love you. I love you. I just, those are just some. Um, anyways. <laughs> so we talked about motivation being a large part of some of this stuff um and how how would you ex- explain that for people that are like why can't you just clean the dish right after you finish eating it off of it well i think it just it is what's important to you and a lot of people see dishes as something that they can do later you know, not something that they have to do right now. Something that they can do, they can let stack up and do later. Some people like to do the dish right then. It, it's just how people are. But for me, I'm okay with doing it later. Or, you know, clean the shower every so often if it looks like really nasty. 
you know, or clean the toilet when it starts getting the ring around it. Uh, you know, see. but it's just the motivation you find because it is important to you at that that time. So it's not until it gets really bad that you're like, okay, I can't let this go on. I mean, that's when you did. For me, yeah, <laughs> I'm sure everyone is different. Yeah, and see, that's and for me, it's like my mom's like, if you let things go, they only get worse. So, like for cleaning the shower, for example, if you let them go really bad, when you go clean it and try to get those water stains out, it makes it comes really hard then, and you have to use harsh chemicals, and you have to scrub really, really hard. Um, so it it. it it's true for like a lot of just regular cleaning stuff, you know. If the stains will set in a little bit. Oh my gosh! But <laughs> I'm I'm done with talking about cleaning, Chris. <laughs> I'm done. We have been talking a lot about cleaning. This is moving. This is moving. So I know that's what you want to talk about. You just want to talk about cleaning. It's your favorite thing <laughs> well, to do I, because it's a big part it, of moving. Yeah, it is a part of like when for me stuff out of when the place. I pack as I've been packing stuff. I've been cleaning the dust of everything, and that's what I do every time I move. As I pack, I always clean off all the dust um, so that when I take it out, in, uh, maybe I just run a, ra- a rag one more time before I put it wherever they need to go. Um, so you're getting all the cleaning done, or most of it, as you're packing. Um, but so we were talking about motivation. For me, motivation comes. I, I I am really motivated to do a lot of these things because I keep. I'm kind of. I think I I'm in the mindset of what it's gonna look at the end. So I'm like, okay, I'm gonna move, but I get a chance to reorganize stuff as well. And I find a lot of joy in organizing and finding a way of displaying the things that I have. Because, again, I, my things that, that I have reflect reflect who I am. So, you know, when we have people come over, I love that feeling of people looking around the room. And then they're like, oh, you love this. Or, oh, I love that. And and I'm like, oh, me too. You know, I I don't know. I think that's a bonding experience, a bonding time. And people do get to know you. You know, when you walk into a room that you've never been before for a friend, I feel like most people look around the room, right? Mm-hmm. Do, you, do you do that? Yeah. Because you're trying to get cues, right? Who? What do they like? Um, is, there, is the room neat and organized or closed everywhere and um, <laughs> oh, like a mess that you can barely walk through? I think that also reflects who those people are, right? And what's important. To some people, they feel like, you know, cleaning is just a waste of time because it's going to get dirty anyways. Or it's going to get unorganized again, right? So they'd rather spend the time that they would spend on cleaning or organizing into other aspects of their life. Maybe they just want to travel more or do go out to more events. So then they'd rather do that than stay at home and clean. <laughs> I think that's the another aspect of people who are not as organized. Oh, I'm sorry. I stopped <laughs> listening after I, uh, wow. when I told you to stop talking about cleaning. You kept going. I was not talking about cleaning. I was talking about organizing. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Motivation. It's one of those boring things. Wow. <laughs> so that's why moving is going to be difficult for uh. us because some of us have you know, Chris can just 
be like, oh my gosh, I love this so much. And I'm just like, oh God, here we go. <laughs> but one, one thing I am kind of anxious about moving is uh, the new people that we'll meet and the new area that we'll be in. Mm-hmm. And I know we know um, at least one person right now. I mean, well, we know your family there. Yeah. And then we know um, Brittany and her girlfriend, mm-hmm. one of our listeners, she lives there. And but, she lives in the in the city. Yeah. <laughs> um. But to you know, being in a new place that I haven't been, and that's what causes the most anxiety for you. Yeah, getting used to. Are they gonna have the same? You know, Atlanta to them. <laughs> I don't know. Well, it's funny because you know we don't really go out that much. Even here, right? Mm-hmm. We're close to a lot of things. What our typical going out is is restaurants or movies, right? We don't take. We haven't taken advantage. Is of there that. a movie theater in Villarica? Not in Villarica, but there okay. is one. See, we're going to a place where there's not even a movie theater. <laughs> it's See? only fifteen minute drive. Um, <laughs> yeah, but so that was. We don't really take advantage of a lot of things that we have here. We live a pretty homey life. We don't go out that much. So I don't think it would be that much of a difference. You know, the restaurants are still the same. We're going to find really good... There's a lot of really good restaurants over there. Um, There are a few activities that we can do that are local if we wanted to. Well, I also want to get a job in Villarica, so I'm probably going to be communicating with the people. Yeah. So... You know, there's just a little anxiety about, you know... The type being, of people. That, yeah, the uh, type of people and the community itself. I don't really know too much about it. Mm-hmm. And, of course, getting back into the the workforce and having a regular job uh, with depression and anxiety. So, yeah, moving it has, has me thinking about a lot of things. I feel like this moving, this whole moving process has been a leading cause of the anxiety and depression that you've been dealing with lately. Just the thought of packing and moving physically, doing, you know, all this hard labor to move um, across a sit across a different city. And, you know... Well, it feels like a lot of pressure. Um, like, I, I'm not sure what's going to happen there. Um, I guess because it's a new place, uh, it's a new surroundings so or a new house that I have to get used to. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's a little bit of pressure and a little bit of fear. Yeah. But it, it can be, you know, we talked about the other day about fresh starts or um, new beginnings. What was it that not the fresh starts in the beginning? It was another word that we used about how they can be good. Changes. Changes, mm-hmm. right? How ch- changes can be good. It could be for the better. Sort of like um, starting a new job or moving to a new city. You, we, We've already made one connection with um, a fellow listener. And it was a great experience, I would say. Right? Mm-hmm. How many people have we met while living here? Like brand new people. Zero, <laughs> I would think. 
I mean, we've, we've met one or two brand new people here. Mm, okay. Well, we're halfway there. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I've met some people here. Yeah. Um, so I think it's, for me, I, th- I think part of it is me just being an optimist. Um, that I like to think about things and, you know, not focus so much on the negative or what may cause me anxiety and more on the what's great what can i look forward to and you know being in a place where we don't have to worry about our neighbors downstairs it's something that's going to be great and being able to put the tv as, as loud as we want when we're watching movies or listening to music and singing karaoke <laughs> that's also going to be great um you know oh we're gonna have a backyard that's gonna be mm-hmm. amazing i miss having a backyard and just being able to garden garden <laughs> yes i love vegetable gardening um and just sitting out in the back sometimes you know on the weekend enjoying the especially the spring is gonna come on it's gonna be so amazing i can't wait to that that's what i'm looking forward to yeah i'm and, e- i'm excited it's just the fear of the the unknown, unknown yeah. but you know it's a it's a and that's Different really, kind of excitement. That's really hard to tackle, I believe, especially for people who have um, BPD or depression and anxiety. You know, and we're talking about, of course, chronic depression and chronic anxiety, right? Um, it's something that you deal with day to day, hour to hour, and it's hard um, to to just let go of things and just stop ignore, just ignore those thoughts. So. I think that's something that people should be mindful uh, if they have friends or loved ones that they're moving. As you know, uh, keep in mind those people who you know that deal with mental illness and you know, keep an eye on them to make sure that they are feeling secure or that they don't feel too, what's that word, left out mm-hmm. of the process. They feel included. Included, yeah. And and sometimes they need a little reorientation, right? Like we we've discussed plenty of times where the positive the positive things that we can look forward to, because we can get caught up on the negative. Well, I wonder what any of our listeners have to say about moving, or you know, have you moved to somewhere new this year? Or recently, and how was it for you? Was it stressful? Were you anxious? Uh, we'd really like to hear what you guys have to say. So log on to borderlineidealist.com and contact us and let us know about your moving uh, experience. experience. <laughs> Any because, tips and advice? Yeah, because we're definitely going through it right now. And it can be stressful. It can be exciting. Um, but... It can also be the opposite of those things too, terrifying. Um, what a, a mix of emotions. Yeah, and it's not. There's nothing wrong with being scared or having anxiety, right? There's nothing wrong with those feelings. Um, you just have to push through them, and I think it, it's a little bit easier when you have somebody else. Should we talk? Can I just? Uh, you probably maybe you do have some tips. Can we give out some tips on how to? do some of this stuff mm-hmm. do you want, I'll start because I know what tips I want to talk about okay I think organizing is the <laughs> is a uh, really great way to um, help reduce some of the 
stress. Like the way that I organize is I collect boxes, and you can go to um, a department store or anywhere you, where they have a big dumpsters, and uh, they usually break them down really, really neatly. So it's really great and easy to get boxes. Don't ever purchase boxes from a store. That's just dumb, you know. And it's it, it's you're wasting money and you're not recycling. So. What I do with my organization is that I already have everything where I want. So the kitchen, so I all the boxing goes by room. All of my stuff in the living room, I box in those boxes. I usually label the boxes by room name and then categories of items. So living room sub subcategory DVDs, then another box books, another box decorations. Um, things like that. The same for my bedroom: books, DVDs, clothes. My clothes I do subcategories just because we have like three boxes of clothes that I've already packed. And when we move, it'll be nicer if we need to get to something quickly. Long sleeves, short sleeves, pants, coats, things like that. So I think、um, trying to keep those. Label each box will help you unpack. So then, hopefully, that will、um, cause less stress and anxiety、um, when trying to find things after you've moved. And、uh, do you, do you have a tip for people, especially people with with mental illness? What would you recommend? Or my biggest tip would be stay calm <laughs> and carry on. <laughs> <laughs> Because it's gonna seem like a lot, and、uh, it seems like you're climbing a mountain, depending on how much stuff you have. And Chris, to me, has a lot of stuff, just a lot of artwork and and books. And I don't collect all that stuff because I, I, I don't like packing it away when I have to move. <laughs>、um, but yeah, just stay calm and take it one step at a time. That's always great advice. Just one step at a time. And you'll get to where you're going. Having lists. Yes, being organized, Chris. Again, having a list. What? <laughs> I think it, for listing is less about organization and more about、uh, seeing the progress that you're making. So you know, if you're talking about climbing a big hill, if you're and you're taking one step at a time, then you can visually see the steps that you're taking. And it's always nice as you're going down the list, seeing all the checked-off things. All right. Any other tips or advice? Find a husband like Chris that will do the majority of the work for you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, one thing that I wanted that we wanted to discuss was about the one of the struggles that we faced with introvert being introvert and just um is that. Getting help, the aspect of helping help someone help、mm-hmm. you. So what what we were talking about is how I feel bad calling friends to help because I haven't been really communic I haven't been communicating a lot with my friends, my core group of friends that that I talk to on a regular basis. It's just been a lot of stress here at the house and packing, and then with work.、Um, I haven't been talking to them, so I feel really bad calling them up and saying, "Hey, I'm moving.、Uh, can you come over and help me、uh, help me move some of my stuff?" You know, I I don't know if it's 
I just feel bad because I haven't talked to them, and then I'm asking for help for 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 their. Well, it's, it's always hard to find people to help you move. I think you could say that's where you find your true friends, because <laughs> <laughs> it's it's just such a daunting task that some people just don't want to do it, or they, you know, it's man. Um, was a manual label <laughs> label <laughs> manual labor yes. physical labor <laughs> that kind of labor yeah yeah it's and for me it's i feel i feel bad for asking for the help for the physical labor help and also feel bad for not being more in contact with people you know i feel like it it's it's my fault and it, that it's that it's something that I should be able to do and I've just been I, I don't know I'm well like I think your friends something. will always understand you know as an introvert I have some friends that I don't talk to for a good amount of time and then I come back and talk to them and we're okay so I think your friends would understand your personality and I would still want to be there for you yeah or that's the kind of friends that an introvert should have. People that understand, you know, you don't have to talk every day to be, yeah, you know, the best of friends. That's where it comes. That's why it's hard <laughs> for people who are introverted and just don't regularly go out and do stuff um, because those, that's the way people bond. And and when you lose those contacts or when you don't talk to somebody that often you don't have as close a bond to people so um anyways that's i think that's something that that's also hard uh, on people with uh who have men- not only um uh, mental illness but also who are introverts um yeah i'm always used to doing my moving with my family or just by myself that's you know, that's so the I don't. Case for me too. I don't really include other people. I, I'm just like I have to take responsibility for it. But you guys, if you have some friends that are moving, help them out. Reach out to them and ask. Hopefully, you know? hopefully they'll help you when you're moving, also, because every little bit helps. Yeah, especially the move, the physical part. That those that day or two that you have to move all your your bookcases and your your bed and all that heavy stuff that's uh, that's a lot. That's the only thing that I don't like the physical labor. <laughs> that's the part that I hate the most. But well, guys, if you happen to be on iTunes, leave us a hopefully a, a five star re- review. Yeah, with let us some know. positive. Uh, comment we really appreciate it um also um contact us let us know about your moving experience and let us know what that's like for you as an introvert or somebody with bpd really be interesting hearing your stories and we will catch you guys next sunday with another episode of borderline idealist so and hopefully that'll be from our new place yeah hopefully we'll be all moved in fingers (laughs) crossed All right. Well, thank you guys for listening. All right. And we'll see you next Sunday. Bye, guys. Bye.
Thank you for joining us this Sunday. Follow us on our Facebook group and Instagram for more behind the scenes. If you like the episode, why not help AJ and Chris reach more people and leave an iTunes review to help others discover the podcast. Together, we can defeat mental health stigma.